invest in daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Big women, big girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in her. Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. As you know, we are all about funding women, and that is what our guest is all about today. She's the founder of the Capital Boutique, which helps connect women in STEM with funders uh, with a specific focus on uh women of color, especially indigenous women, uh, because she is just that, and she is amazing. Please welcome to the show, Shannon Smith. Hi, Shannon. How are Hi. you? Hi, Catherine. Thank you for the introduction, and thank you for having me. So good to see you. Thank you. Well, um, and, and, you know, it's not often that I get to talk on the show specifically about indigenous women. And I'm so glad that we're going to put a focus on that today. And I think it's just incredible what you've done. But first, I like people to get to know my guest. Um, you were just sharing with me, you were born and grew up in New York. Yes. So I was born on Long Island, grew up in the Bronx and moved out to the Shinnecock Indian Reservation on Long Island um, when I was going into kindergarten. So I grew up on the reservation until I went to college. So yes, from New York, grew up on the reservation um, and really that's the culture that I that I know. So when I was younger, we would go to powwows around uh, all across New England. And I live in Boston now, so I went to the Mashpee powwow as an adult. And I remember going as a as a child um, with my cousins, and we'd all have regalia. And we would spend well, I don't say we, I don't sew. My mother and all of my aunts would get together um, to make our regalia. So when I when I say regalia, it's the um, the attire that we wear to celebrate celebrate our culture. So um, it would be a, a dress and the moccasins and um, and a lot of beadwork. So yes, that was that was how I how I grew up. And just as you said, um, it's been really important to me as I founded the Capital Boutique to spotlight and really try to pull together a group of, of indigenous women in STEM. So STEM meaning um, science, technology, engineering, math, and medicine. So STEM with two M's. And also when I was younger, my brother and I would go to um, science camp. My mother's a teacher. <laughs> and we went, there's an organization called the American Indian Science and Engineering Society. And I actually started with that society first to try to identify um, indigenous women in STEM. And I also looked into, um, so I graduated from MIT Sloan School of Management and there's um, an initiative called MIT Solve. And within that, there's a fellowship for indigenous communities. And so within that group, there's also, there are also women in STEM. So I pulled together within the Capital Boutique an affinity group of indigenous women in STEM because it's really important that we, we see people like ourselves um, advancing and, and really trying to create that, that kind of micro community. Absolutely, absolutely so important. And what's why I wanted to put a focus on that today um, because it's um, something we should be talking about more. And what an interesting uh, childhood you had. And <laughs> so interesting that you um, grew up in that culture and then kind of 
like accelerated yourself into this um, venture capital angel world. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, what an interesting transition from the where you came from. And, um, you know, hopefully bringing along a lot of those people to participate as angels. And, you know, in your capital boutique, and let me mention too, not only do you have degrees from Harvard and MIT, but you also have had a super successful career in biotech healthcare. You work for a biotech company right now in Boston, right? Yes, yes I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were noted um, as one of the most influential people in the healthcare industry. I mean, I mean, you know, you are an incredible woman and I love that you're taking all your expertise and success and putting it into giving back. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think every successful woman should be doing, not just because they should be doing it, but because, and I'm sure you'll attest to this, it is the most fulfilling thing that you could be doing. It's, it's our legacy, right? Absolutely. And it's not an obligation. It's a, it's a personal commitment. And despite being very busy with my day job in biotech and having the capital capital boutique as my, it's not a side hustle. It's really a passion project. Um, I still create time to mentor. There's a young lady that I met um, while I was at MIT Sloan, who's in the Europe program. So she and I have regular, regular check-ins. Um, and some of the advice that I, that I give to her about her career is actually advice that I need to take myself. So it's really like holding up a mirror when I'm, when I'm speaking with her. And there's also another um, woman in the Indigenous Women in STEM who reached out to see if I would also mentor her. So it's about creating time because you know that it matters. And the and you mentioned sort of this is a very, I, I was in healthcare in, in Manhattan and then moved into biotech and, and moved to Boston. And the let's say advancing advancing women has always been part of my career. Um, always when I was building teams in consulting in New York, it was really important to me to help support other, other women in their careers and, and figure out what, what they wanted to do ultimately and how I can help contribute to that to their career path. And I'm, I'm invested in doing that because I did not have that. So it makes it even more important. Um, but the, the Capital Boutique and getting into VC and funding of female founders really came out of research I was doing at MIT Sloan. So I did the executive MBA program. So so being a, not coming from generational wealth, I needed to work and also go to school. Um, and during the last semester um, of MIT, I was able to select a, a research project. So I was doing a lab called Innovation Driven Entrepreneurial, Advan- Entrepreneurial Advantage. And within that lab, the first I wanted to, I didn't have a startup idea, but I wanted to really probe this um, issue of not At that time, it wasn't female founders of biotech companies um, lagging male founders in terms of venture financing. I was looking at a report from BIO, so the Biotech Innovation Organization, that showed there were 0.1% women, this was 2019, uh, Native women in executive positions or in the C-suite in Boston Biotech. And I thought, this is appalling. This cannot possibly be true. Um, It is true. I think now it's 0.3% as of 2021. Um, And so that seems like, frankly, too large of a problem for me to think about in a couple of months at MIT Sloan. And so I took a broader focus, a broader lens on the issue of of female founders lagging male founders in terms of venture financing. And at that time, I was focusing on specifically biotech and life sciences, but I've kind of broaden that that lens even farther to to women in STEM. And I focus on women in STEM because that's my my background in in STEM, so science and and math. And 
And when I think about investors and being attracted to that 10x return, it's more likely that that would happen among the, the women in STEM. And so that that led to, led to the Capital Boutique. And just as you said in the intro, um, the whole purpose is to disrupt the boys club and incre by increasing access to capital for female founders. And the funders are a broad range. So just to, like, as you are, an angel investor or an accelerator and venture investors, of course. So that's that's really how this the Capital Boutique came to be. I love that. And like I said, it's all about uh, successful women taking the time to, and you called it a passion. And I would even go one step further and call it a calling. I think mm. it's like our purpose on the planet. Yes. Is to yes. learn all these things and then give back. Yes. We're going to uh, break for just a minute because I have a fun message from our sponsor, the Bra Network, which is uh, stands for the Business Relationships Alliance. It's an incredible group of women. We've got to get them to collaborate with the Capital Boutique. And right now they're just going to uh, give us a message about some cool upcoming events coming up for them. But everybody should check them out, the Bra Network. We'll be right back. I know we've all been to hundreds of conferences, just hearing the word conference and you can picture the lanyard and the name tag and the taste of cold coffee. You wrap up, you post on Instagram, maybe you get a swag bag, you leave thinking, well, now that I'm empowered, what's next? How does this help my growth both personally and professionally? Well, it's time to change things up. It's time to shake things out. Prosperity plus abundance, flourish plus consciousness. That is the Wealthy Women Summit, set for August 25th and 26th in the beautiful Long Beach Harbor. Right next to the Queen Mary, docked is the Sir Winston Yacht, because nothing says a conference about wealth than a conference that takes place on a yacht. We are going to have panels and speakers and workshops on all the different decks, everything to help you cultivate a life that is more than just wealth meaning the money you have in the bank, but wealth in mind and body, wealth in leadership and growth, wealth in health, wealth in life. We want to provide you with a full experience of living a wealthy lifestyle. Now, I want you to head over to the wewosummit.com website. It's wewosummit.com and use promo code invest to get 15% off your ticket to this very unique experience. See you this summer. And we are back with Shannon Smith from the Capital Boutique. She is the founder, and we are talking about what an incredible organization this is to connect funders with women in STEM, which are so underfunded and so underrecognized. It's such an important mission that she's driving home. So let's talk about this a little bit about I was so impressed that you started this not that long ago. Uh, was it 2021? It was uh, end of August. I did a soft yeah. launch. Yeah, soft launch. You, of and you August. told me like you started off with maybe 100 people and then it quickly accelerated to yes. over 500, right? I'm just at the cusp of, five, of 500, 500 women. And these are women all across the U.S. There are actually some women outside of the U.S., but because they have maybe they're working out of Boston and they're uh, kind of in Europe as well. And so I think the the acceleration of the membership is really a, a, a reflection of the need, of the unmet need that there is to, to connect founders and funders. And that was also part of the research that I did at MIT 
I was trying to, when, once I realized how, how challenging it was for, and I say challenge, challenging isn't even a strong enough word, how challenging it was for, for female founders. Challenging, to, imbalanced, unfair. Yes, yes, yes it, all yeah. of those, yes. And those don't even seem strong. So something stronger than those words, but you get, the, I think the audience gets the idea. Yeah. Um, and so I was looking at the, the female founders and the funders and how challenging it is for, for female founders to get, to get funding. And was, because it was so appalling, it really became the calling as you, as you just suggested. Right. And then one thing we talked about is who are members of the Capital Boutique? So the Capital Boutique is anything from women that work at VCs to women angels to women looking for funding who are in STEM. Uh, and let's again, tell everybody what STEM stands for. Science, technology, engineering, math, and medicine. So STEM with two Ms. Right, and a lot of people don't know what that is. So I was really happy that you explained that. Um, so all of those verticals. And you were telling me that it, it really is comprised more of the women looking for funding and the VCs than the angels. And you and I have talked about this. We were on a panel together talking about this, that we need more women to become angel investors. Mm -hmm. And so one of the perfect ways to do that is to join a group like the Capital Boutique to learn about it. Yes. And there are so many successful women that are in a position they could be an angel investor, which means you know, they're an accredited investor, they make a certain amount or have a certain amount of assets. Um, but so many, you know, it, like you said, it really has been an old boys club world in the investment world. And women like yourself are disrupting that, which is a wonderful thing. But women angel investors or people that could potentially be really need to step up to the plate and join angel groups, join the capital boutique, join these various opportunities to learn about uh, angel investing, not just because it's like a moral obligation to help other women. Uh, and we and we just want to all lift each other up. But it's also a very lucrative opportunity that has been something that the men have known about that mm -hmm. the women have not been privy to. But now we are in fact, venture capital, did you, I just read rose by 83% in favor of going to women um, in 2021. Still not moving the needle nearly enough since we only got to less than 2% to begin with, but it is moving in the right direction. And I think the reason is because of groups like yours, Shannon. Women are starting to learn that there are groups that can they can go and learn about angel investing, learn about venture capital and how to be a, a limited partner and women starting their own funds. I imagine you have some. Yes, there, there are women. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are women. So goodness, there's there's a lot there, Catherine, uh, Catherine, that we can unpack together. But but yes, there are there's a range of funders in the capital boutique. So definitely, uh, most of the funders are women in, in venture capital. But just to your point, the angel investors are part of that group accelerators or even some incubators where where there might be funding that's part of um, part of that partnership opportunity with an accelerator. And it is around women understanding what type, when to seek investment and what type of investment. So not all investment needs to be VC. And I think we, we've talked about this before and that's where the angel investors come in. And so that's one aspect that I'm building out farther is to build out the angel investors. 
And even within the STEM community, there are or female founders in STEM, there are challenges. So we talk broadly about women um, and, and that challenge to, to raise capital, but women who are in public health, for example, undervalued or underappreciated areas where, where it's really important or assisted technology. If we're making a device that, that improves bed sores or, um, or alleviates pain um, in, in a hospital bed, that those are also important. It's not always about the shiny, the shiny technology. It right. might be something that's really more, let's say more important for, right, for humanity. Right. I love that. And, you know, um, we need to um, also focus on the fact that all these women are starting their own funds, which is no easy task. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, um, so when I also during the research at MIT, I, I did a lot of one-on-one interviews with um, with women, both women in VC and, and female founders. And on the VC side, there are, are women who are um, GPs. So they've gone off and started their own funds bravely. And the challenges that they face in raising funds, whether it's from different different institutional investors, endowments, foundations, it's it's at least as challenging as female founders trying to raise money um, with VCs. And so that sort of parallel experience is also what led to additional research that I'm doing with Fiona, who's the head of the MIT Innovation Initiative. And so we're we're evaluating how the how the gender diversity has has shifted or not in the last 10 years and whether female G or funds led by women, where there's a, maybe two or more general partners who are women, whether limited partners with a focus on endowments and foundations are realizing better returns than those, um, that, those funds that are led by, by men only. And so I think that will be really very revealing I would say. Absolutely. In fact, I know of a female founded fund that, you know, typically a fund will invest in 20 or 25 companies before they hit a unicorn. And this particular one, they run by two women picked th- their first three were all unicorns. Wow. So wow. people are leaving money on the table by not investing in these uh, women and these female founded funds because mm-hmm. they're smart, savvy women mm-hmm. because they have to be in order to even compete in that very competitive arena. Yeah. And also um, in talking to, to women and even, even recently with the different events that, that I host within the Capital Boutique is learning more about how women are pitching and pitching their startups. And there's just more reality built into how they're, how they're pitching and more data-driven. And as much as they're aspirational, it's really grounded in what's, what's truly possible. Um, and so between them being, let's say, more, more realistic um, and also having being backed by, by that data, I think it, it, it really lends credibility to, to them being the right investment. And I think just as you said, that then in turn allows for the investors to realize returns that are maybe outsized uh, versus other, other investments that they're making. Absolutely. And, you know, I've read some other uh, research that, and you could check this out, that um, women in the next couple of decades uh, are coming into trillions of dollars, uh, whether it's, you know, money they've made their own or, or inheritance or their family, husband, whatever, but they're coming into trillions of dollars in the next couple of decades. And we're going to be a very powerful force. And instead of having just 3% of the venture capital funding, 
it's a long road, but let's hope we can accelerate it to at least the 50% we deserve. We are 50% of the brain power and population, right? And um, let's hope that it goes to all women, women of all ethnicities, all ages, you know, and, and I say hope, we don't have to hope, it's whatever we create. And I feel like this is in our hands and it's women like you that are changing up the game. So thank you for what you're doing. If someone wanted to uh, join the Capital Boutique, what does it entail? How do they sign up and what uh, happens once they do? Oh, sure. So it's free to join. Um, You can send me an email at Shannon. My first name is spelled S-H-A-N-N-Y-N, Shannon at the Capital Boutique, T-H-E-C-A-P-I-T-A-L-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E. So Shannon at the Capital Boutique.com. And you can just send me an email and let me know what type of company you you have or what type of fund or, or accelerator you're leading and it's really easy to join. I'll send you send you the link link and you'll be invited in. Um, and once you join the boutique, you'll see there are different different events, different affinity groups, and also you'll have a curated one-on-one introduction. So what I've been doing more recently, now that now that we're at almost 500, doing um, introductions, whether it's founder to founder, founder to funder, based on um, business or, or sector focus, and also maybe a personal connection. There are, there are women in, in the boutique who are former athletes or who have run ultra marathons. And so it's a way to establish a connection. And so that's really what, what I'm trying to do and, and really appreciate the work that you're doing, Catherine, with, with Invest in Her, because it takes all of us to, to have an impact and make a difference and, and move the needle beyond incremental. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for the work you're doing. And uh, can people follow you on social media? Sure. I'm on, I'm only on LinkedIn. So uh, backslash Shannon, S-H-A-N-N-Y-N. Okay, great. So we'll look for you on LinkedIn. They will visit your website and uh, hopefully join this amazing group. Of course, people can follow us on Instagram at Catherine Gray, invest in her, or are she angel investors on all of the other platforms? Um, of course, I'm on LinkedIn. I think we all are now, um, which is a great platform as well. And uh, you'd mentioned that, um, you know, women have a hard time uh, once they have an idea of figuring out how to get the funding. I think it is the big million dollar question. Uh, we just released an e-course called Six Ways to Fund Your Business. And it's like funding made simple for female founders. Uh, it's on our website, sheangelinvestors.com. Uh, so, you know, between all these resources that Shannon has that we have, you know, they're here for everybody to access so that they can find the funding if they have a great idea or need to scale their business. And Capital Boutique is a wonderful group uh, to join and check out. Um, Also, our sponsor is the Braun Network, which is a different kind of networking group. Also wonderful for you to Google and check out and become a member. Um, There's so many resources out there, everybody. So don't sit on the sidelines and think you're on your own. It takes a village and we have to all reach out and help each other, right? Absolutely. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Shannon. Everybody have a great week. Remember to invest in her. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com.
theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.